everyone. Welcome to another episode of Impact Today. We are Mark and Victoria Bowling, and we are so excited that you have decided to tune in and join us today. I want to encourage you to grab your Bible and a notebook, take some notes so you can go back, read them over later, and really get the truth of God's Word on the inside of you. Over time, you will begin to notice that the Word of God is making a great impact on your life. We've been talking about the subject of faith for several episodes now. We're going to continue yeah. along those lines, right, Mark? Yes, it's been wonderful. Let's just review for a second. Um, first, we began teaching on the fact that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And then the second thing we talked about is that, you know, once we, the faith has come, faith believes with the heart. What God has said, despite what the physical senses might say. Mm -hmm. And so we, we believe with the heart what God has said, not what the five physical senses say. And we count it done as now. Faith is now. Mm -hmm. It's present tense. We take God's word and we, we consider it a present day reality. No matter what it feels like, looks like, smells like, tastes like, amen. We walk by faith, not by sight. Right. Praise God. The next thing is that faith is of the heart. Mm -hmm. Faith is now, but faith is also of the heart. It comes out of the spirit of a man, not out of the mental realm, but out of the spirit. And therefore, when you're using your faith out of your spirit, that doesn't mean it's not going to work just because there's my, a thought might be trying to come against you in your mind. It's right here. This is where it's at. Jesus said, if you say to the mountain, don't doubt in your heart, but believe those things you say will happen, you'll have whatever you say. Mm -hmm. Notice, don't doubt with the heart. heart. And so that's very important. Faith is never based on the five physical senses. It's always based on what God has said. So Amen. that would mean then that it's unscriptural to pray and see what happens Mm -hmm. And then according to what happens, you base your belief system. Exactly. You don't even pray. You're not supposed to pray until you have God's will. Yeah. You have God's word. Amen. Amen. So many times we, we hear this phrase a lot, you know, where we live or uh, as we travel our country, they'll say things like, well, I'm going to the doctor. Pray and believe for me for a good report. Mm. I'm, or I'm believing for a good report. <laughs> well, no, your faith is not based on a good report or a bad report. You already have a good report. Yes. What God has said in his word. In other words, you could go to the doctor and the doctor said you should be dead yesterday and you're going to die tomorrow. Right? Well, that's not a good report, is it? No. But you already have a good report. What the Bible says. By Jesus' stripes, I was healed. Amen. Yes. Praise God. Amen. But that brings us to today. Faith must be released with corresponding action and words. See, it's not sufficient just to have a heart full of faith. Mm. You have to spend it. It's like this. You could have a man who's dying of hunger, and yet he has in his hand a, 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 a bag, a large sack of money, and he could be dying of hunger right outside the food market yet he refuses to take the money out and spend it. I've heard there's actually cases like that mm -hmm. because people are so afraid to lose their money. They, they value their money so much they're afraid to spend it. 
I don't know. I've never met anybody like that, but I've heard of situations, very extreme situations. But anyway, your money in your pouch does you no good until you use it. Mm -hmm. Faith in the heart will do you no good unless you use it. James chapter 2, verse 26. Listen to what it says. For as the body without the spirit is dead, talking about the human spirit, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. You could read it like this. As the human body without the human spirit is dead, so faith without corresponding actions is dead also. So you take the human spirit out of a, a human body, that body becomes a corpse. Now notice, the body still exists, but it's dead. It's not alive. You can have faith, it exists, but it's not alive unless you have corresponding action. And that corresponding action means words coming out of your mouth as well as deeds, mm -hmm. things you do. Amen. In relation to salvation, somebody could hear the gospel. Mm -hmm. They could actually believe it. They could have all the faith in the world in their heart. But if they don't confess mm -hmm. Jesus as Lord, mm -hmm. they won't be saved. Yeah. I mean, just think about it. The devil, the Bible says that the demons mm -hmm. believe. Yeah but they're not saved. Right. The devil knows that Jesus came. The devil knows that Jesus died, was mm -hmm. buried, was raised, but he's not receiving eternal life. Mm -hmm. So you could actually have all the faith in the world in your heart to be saved, but if you don't release it, you don't experience yeah. it. Yeah. In fact, that reminds me of a story where an evangelist, he was ministering in a certain local church for, I don't know, maybe a week or two, and the pastor pointed out um, an individual to yeah. him. And he says, see that man there? He comes down to the altar to pray. He repents of his sins. He repents of his sins. He repents. He asks God to forgive him. But he still doesn't have an assurance of salvation in his heart. Mm -hmm. Can you help him? And the evangelist said, yeah, I can help him. Sure. And they were having a men's meeting. They had meetings at night. But there, one day there was a men's meeting, like a men's breakfast. And... So they're eating together, and he's teaching, the, the minister's teaching. But then he asks for testimonies, and he says, you know, tell us what God's doing for you. And he's, you know, this person raises their hand, praise God, God did this for me. And this other man raises their hand, praise God. But then the evangelist wanting to help this man, this one particular person who had no assurance of salvation, he said, hey, brother, why don't you stand up and give us a testimony of what God has done for you, how he has saved you, and that you're born again. And the man kind of looked at him, and he's like, well, actually, I don't have an assurance of salvation. And he says, well, you do believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sins, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do. I believe that. You believe he's the son of God? Yeah, yeah. You believe he, he rose again for your justification? Yeah, I believe that. Well, then the, and, then, and then he read Romans chapter 10, verse 9 to him. Says The Bible says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You believe he died? Yeah. You believe he's the Son of God? Yeah. 
You believe he rose again? Yeah? Then go ahead and confess. Go ahead and confess how he saved you. Mm -hmm. And the guy kind of like, he kind of like, well, you know what? Come to think of it, I do believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And I do be believe, I do believe he died on the cross to take away my sin. He paid the price. And I do believe he rose again. So I just confess right now, he's my Lord and I'm saved. Thank you. And he sets down real quick, mm -hmm. kind of almost a little embarrassed. <laughs> and he said, thank you, sir. That's good. And then he quickly, so the man wouldn't become self-conscious, he, he asked somebody else real quick for another testimony. You over there, give me a testimony. And while the guy's testifying, he's listening to the other guy testify, but out of the corner of his eye, he's watching this other man here. Yeah. The man who just sat down, he's watching at him. And the man's face began to glow, mm -hmm. full of joy. And when the other man uh, gave his, finished his testimony, he says, Dear brother, I think you have another testimony for us. Would you please stand up? And the guy jumped to his feet and said, Woo! I'm saved. I'm saved. What was the difference? He believed in his heart. He had, he had a heart full of faith, but he had not released That's it right. with his mouth. You have to release your faith. With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Confession precedes possession in every area of life. With the mouth. Confession is made unto healing. Yes. With the mouth, confession is made unto the baptism into the Holy Ghost. Yes, yes. Everything. Everything. You've got to say it first, just mm -hmm. like God. Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was out without form and void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God hovered over the face of the deep, and God said, mm -hmm. let there be, and it was. And then God said something else, and it was. And God said something else, and it was. Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty two, have the faith of God. Have the God kind of faith. And the God kind of faith is the faith that believes with the heart and speaks what it believes with the mouth, and it comes into being. It kind of makes you want to do a lot more speaking. Amen. You know, it really stirs me up. Yeah. I think, let's get speaking. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to share a story now out of Mark chapter 5. This is something that actually happened. Amen. Mark chapter 5, verse 25. Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and had suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment, for she said, there's her faith yeah. talking right there, for she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. Mm. So, First, she had said that. Mm -hmm. Then she went to find Jesus. Mm -hmm. And when she touched him, verse 29, immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed oh, of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned around in the crowd and said, Who touched my clothes? Mm -hmm. But his disciples said to him, You see the multitude thronging you, and you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith 
has made you well. Your believing and speaking has made you well. Mm -hmm. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Amazing. Yeah. She said, and she received exactly what she said. Jesus said, Mark 11, verse 23, Assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done. Notice, he believes. What does he believe? That those things he says, says. will be done. He'll have whatever he says. Recently, Amen. I heard a story a minister told about himself. Um, he's an older gentleman, mm -hmm. but he told a story of when he was five years old, he had terminal brain cancer. Mm -hmm. So he is in the hospital, and they're basically just keeping him comfortable because mm -hmm. he's going to die. Mm -hmm. The grandmother of this boy mm -hmm. was watching Catherine Coleman on TV and following her ministry closely. An evangelist. Yes, Catherine Coleman was an evangelist, an American woman evangelist. Mm -hmm. And this grandma started to say to her son, Billy, I'm going to take you to a Catherine Coleman meeting. Mm -hmm. She's going to lay hands on you, and when she touches you, you will be completely healed of brain cancer. Mm -hmm. She told him that over and over and over again. Well, she got permission from the doctors to take her grandson out of the hospital because they said, well, he's going to die anyway. So she took him to Pittsburgh. She took him to a Catherine Coleman meeting. They were way up in the balcony in the back watching the whole service. And she kept telling Billy, Billy, I'm going to take you down there. Yes. And when Miss Coleman lays her hands on you, you will be completely healed of brain cancer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so the time came, and she took him down, and she, he was standing right in front of Catherine Coleman. She laid hands on him, and he was completely healed of brain cancer. That, I mean, was, to begin with, was the grandma's faith. Yeah. She said, I'm going to take you. When this lady prays for you, you will be healed. Mm -hmm. But then Billy started catching a hold mm -hmm. of it. And I yes. believe he used his faith, too. Hallelujah. Yes. It's and awesome. The, and the presence and the power of God that resided on her ministry was then activated. And in his. And it went into him. Yes. And that tumor dissolved. Praise God. And he has a powerful ministry today. Yes. Glory to God. Never forget this. This is a life-changing. This is a law of faith right here. A law. An unchanging law. Faith must be released with corresponding actions and words. In Romans chapter 10, verse 8, 9, and 10, the same principle is emphasized in all three verses, using different words, but in all three verses. Look at verse 8, for example. It says, but what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Notice, mouth heart. Uh -huh. What do you do with the mouth? You speak. you speak. What do you do with the heart? You believe. You believe. Mm -hmm. Look at verse 9. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. There again. There it is again. You confess with the mouth, you believe, believe with the heart. Verse 10. For with the heart 
One believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. All three verses. Heart, believing. Mouth, speaking. If you're going to operate in faith, you can't get around this. You must learn to believe with your heart and speak what you believe with through your mouth. Hmm. That's, that's one passage. Now, look at Mark eleven twenty three. We already have quoted it a couple of times, but look at it carefully. Mark eleven twenty three. This is life-changing if you can get a hold of this. Jesus said, For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain. Well, how do you say? You with, speak with your mouth. With your mouth. Amen. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Yes. And then if you go to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. I have it. Go ahead. And since we have the same spirit of faith, According to what is written, I believed and therefore I spoke. We also believe and therefore speak. Amen. Amen. Notice again, believing with the heart, speaking with the mouth. In Romans 10, the Holy Spirit calls it the word of faith. Mm -hmm. Jesus called it through the Holy Spirit in Mark 11, the God, God. kind of faith or the faith of God. Mm -hmm. And here Paul, through the Holy Spirit in 2 Corinthians 4, calls it the spirit of faith. Mm -hmm. You believe with the heart, you speak with the mouth. Amen. Amen. The New Testament talks about three kinds of confessions. We just emphasized one big time just a few minutes ago. The man, although he's repenting, and it's good to repent, but repentance all by itself will not save you. You have to repent and believe. Mm -hmm. Amen. You repent and believe. And how do you release that faith? You confess. you confess. So the sinner's confession that Jesus is Lord is the first confession the New Testament emphasizes. Romans chapter 10, verse 9. If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart, God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's the first one. Mm -hmm. The second kind of confession that the New Testament emphasizes is the believer's confession of sins to restore broken fellowship. Mm. When you're born again and Jesus Christ comes into your heart, you're a child of God. You're, you're the son of the living God or a daughter of God. That relationship, that relationship is intact. Mm -hmm. But you can still mess up. You can make mistakes. And therefore, your fellowship, not your relationship, but your fellowship is broken. Like my wife and I, we've been married for 26 years. Mm -hmm. The day we got married, in the eyes of God and in the eyes of our law here, we became husband and wife. Right. We've been man and our husband and wife ever since then. Amen. Mm -hmm. But you know what? There's been times where maybe I'm unkind to her or vice versa. Well, guess what happens? Fellowship is broken. But not relationship. Not relationship. Mm -hmm. I'm still her husband. She's still my wife. We still love each other. But sometimes there can be friction or something because one of us makes a mistake. So how do we make it right? One goes to the other and says, you know what? I'm sorry. Please forgive me. That wasn't right. And guess what? 
we hug and kiss and make up and fellowship is restored. Yes. Praise God. Amen. Amen. I appreciate what the Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. I love it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a life source because we all make mistakes. Amen. We all break fellowship with the Father. And the Bible says in 1 John 1, verse 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Now notice the difference between that in Romans chapter 10, verse 9. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. Here it says, if we confess our sins, right. he's faithful and just to forgive us our That's sins yeah. and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. We need that. Amen. Um, I, I, I'm just so thankful for it. Anytime I mess up, I can go to my father and he's just waiting. And I, I just said, Lord, I messed up. I was an idiot. I, I played the fool. Please forgive me. I was wrong. Please forgive me the way I treated my wife. Or please forgive me the way I said that to that person. Or whatever it is. And he, on the spot, will forgive me. He cleanses it. And it's never brought to my attention ever again. He's so good about that. Amen. But the third confession is found in Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1. Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 1 says, Therefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our confession, Christ Jesus. Amen. What is that? That is the believer's confession of faith in God's word. Mm. As we have been uh, reading through the last few episodes, Colossians chapter 2. It says, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him. How did we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord? We heard the message, we believed it, and we confessed with the mouth. Well, we don't need to get saved again, but this New Testament is full of realities of what God has done for us in Christ Jesus. Here's one example. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. It says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us, notice that, has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Mm. Wow. So what do you do? You say that. I'm in Christ. Because I'm in Christ, He's in me. My Father God has already blessed me with every spiritual blessing. So I am blessed. <laughs> I am blessed. I don't need someone to pray for me to get a blessing. I am blessed. Yes, Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, first, first Peter chapter 1, or actually 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 says this. His divine power has given to me all things that pertain to life and godliness. I have all things that pertain to life in godliness. His power has already provided it to me. Hmm. It's another thing. Uh, Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. My God shall supply all my need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Another verse. Thanks be to God who gives me the victory through my Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Peter 2.24. Jesus himself bore my sins in his own body on the tree, that I, having died to sins, 
might live for righteousness by whose stripes I'm healed. There's two things there. Jesus bore my sins. That means sin has no power over me anymore. Jesus bore my sickness and by his stripes I'm healed. I'm healed and I have victory over sin. Amen. Hallelujah. These are just a few things. that The Bible is full of these things, full of things that you can be believing and speaking. Educate yourself with the scripture. Mm -hmm. Find out what God has done for you. Find out who you are in Christ Jesus. Find out what you possess in Christ. Find out what you can do in Christ and begin to believe it and say it with your mouth and act like it's true. And your life will never be the same again. If you do that, you'll look back two years from now and you'll say, wow, I'm a new person. Yes. Amen. That's awesome. Praise God. Amen. Mm -hmm. Well, our time's about over. Let us pray for you right now. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for these beautiful people. Thank you, Lord. And we ask you to meet every one of their needs. Yes. Work miracles in their life. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. You take this message and you seal it in their heart. Thank you for you healing them. Your healing power flowing. You heal them from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Now, right now, friend, if you've never accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior, maybe like that man we talked about, he asked God to forgive him and asked God to forgive him and tried to repent and tried to repent, but he never confessed Jesus as Lord never confessed his salvation. I want you to do that with me right now. Just say this after me. Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus I, believe I believe you died on the, cross, died on the cross because of my sins. Of my sins. But, I also believe but I also believe you were raised up from the dead, you were raised up from the dead for my pardon, for my, pardon, for my, righteousness, for my righteousness. And therefore, and therefore I confess you I confess as, you Lord of my life. as Lord of my life. I take you as my Savior. I take you as my and, Savior I believe with my heart, and I believe with my I heart. I say with my mouth. I say with me. I am saved. I am saved. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Dear friend, if you've done that, it's done. You're saved. You're healed. You're whole. Let us know about it. Go to impacttoday.tv. We love you. God bless you. See you next time. Impact Today made possible by the generous support of the friends and partners of Global Impact Ministries International.